0: Welcome back to another Daily Walk. Well, today we want to talk a little bit about the importance of the Old Testament. Now, if you come from like a Catholic tradition, you already know a lot more about it. The Catholic tradition tends to put a lot more emphasis on the Old Testament. However, the Protestant denominations, most of them, tend to take a hands-off approach. They look at the Old Testament as it's just old. It's maybe irrelevant. Maybe it's, it's good stories. It's David and Goliath. It's Moses and a burning bush and, and things like this. But the reality is, is that the Old Testament is so much more important for our New Testament. You have to recognize this. Nearly every book in the Old Testament was quoted or referenced at some point in time by a New Testament writer, sometimes directly, sometimes indirectly. We have a lot of references to the Psalms. We have a lot of references uh, to the prophets specifically, but we also have tie-ins to a lot of other principles. And the fact of the matter is, is that the Old Testament's not just old irrelevant. It's not some old God, some different God, some different uh, circumstance. It wasn't any of that. The Old Testament is so critically important because it lays the foundation for what is the condition of the human and what is the reason of sin and what is the solution of sin. It shows us all of the problems and all the issues and all the challenges that we have in our life. It is the same God. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And as we start recognizing that, we have to look at the fact that the Old Testament itself is not just some old collection of stories. It's not an antiquated God. It's not the Old Testament with this abusive, punishing God, and the New Testament is this different, loving, and gracious God. It is the same God from the same motivations. God is merciful in the Old Testament. God is merciful in the New Testament. God is wrath in the Old Testament, and God is wrath in the New Testament. Uh, look at Romans chapter 1. These It describes people who have sinned so much to the point that they have eventually been handed over to God's wrath in their own personal way of life. And so... As they were doing this, we're about to get a visitor. Hi, puppy. How are you? <laughs> um, we see a lot of cases of. of uh, I just uh, wrapped up a Bible study here. From uh, I sound like Joe Biden. I'm not finishing a single sentence. <laughs> we'll try and get back to that. I'm distracted by a dog. What can I say? Uh, anyway, um, back on target. I just finished doing a uh, study looking at the Kingdom of Josiah. Of course, we have a whole book on this. Josiah sanctification. We cover principles. Of, uh, of the kingdom and all of the factors around it. That is part of my series on the on the Old Testament kings and how they relate to us today. But in Josiah's kingdom, this is a kingdom that move, nearing the end of Judah before they go into Babylonian exile, God is determined you are going to be wiped out. But then Josiah, following the Lord, calls for the cleaning of the temple and they find this lost missing book. Now this lost-missing book, uh, it would have, at this point in time, it would have probably just been the first five books of the Bible. Uh, It would have been the Law uh, of Moses, uh, you know, Genesis, Exodus, uh, Leviticus, Deuteronomy, uh, Numbers. Uh, It would have been those collections together. Maybe you would have had some Psalms in there, probably some Psalms, maybe some Proverbs in there. Uh, You would have had your basic idea. Uh, A lot of the prophets were not yet written and compiled. Of course, some of the prophets, I'm doing these topical studies before getting into the in-depth of the prophets. So A lot of the prophets weren't written yet. Um, But as we get into this, and he reads the book of the law, and he hears this the first time, he sends to a prophetess and says, hey, um, tell me about this. And the prophetess comes back and says, yes, I'm going to wipe this land out. But since you have humbled yourself before me, I'm going to be merciful, and these things will not happen in your lifetime. And that is the mercy of God. Because ultimately, the kingdom required it. Just read through those sections of Josiah's kingdom. Uh, That's going to be 2 Kings chapters 22 and 23. Read through these and see all the things that they were doing that were eventually pulled out of the kingdom. All right, they, they were the cult prostitutes. They were worshiping on every high hill. As Jeremiah wrote, under every, high, you know, and, and under every green tree and on every high hill, you've prostituted yourself to the nations. Like, it, it started to resemble a gay pride parade, in all honesty. Everybody running out and just committing flat-out orgies in the streets. That is how these worlds were becoming, and God is getting ready to wipe them out because of it. Something we as Americans need to heed right now. That being said, the Old Testament gives us the biblical foundation by which all principles will tie into our life now. As we talk about these, it lays the foundation for the sin. It lays the foundation for the law. It demonstrates how incapable of following the law we actually are. And the law isn't there to point us how bad we are. It's to point to how good we can't possibly be. Christ did not come to make us good people. He came to redeem us from our sin. God's standard is so high as laid forth in the law that what happens is, as we, if we turn away from the Old Testament, we don't have the foundation of what the law is. We don't have the foundation of what the standard is. We don't have the foundation of the holiness of God. We can look at the New Testament and it just sounds like fluffy-duffy little letters and, oh, that sounds cool and fun and whatever else. But the reality is, without the Old Testament, the New Testament has no principle, no purpose, no meaning, and no definition. For this reason, you need to get into your Old Testament. You need to read the Bible all the way through. Don't just look at just the New Testament. And if your church is so focused on exclusively New Testament only... Encourage your pastor to do some Old Testament things. That's what I love about my church. We'll go in and we'll do, you know, studies through Old Testament books as well. Right now the Sunday school portion is going through Judges and in the main sermon part we're in New Testament letters. Hey, it's a Protestant church. What more do you want, you know? Uh, But the reality is um, the Old Testament is critically important and you need to read it. I know some parts can be long and boring um, Leviticus, I'm talking to you. Some parts can be difficult to understand. Isaiah, you're in the spotlight here. Some parts are very easy and very historical. Read the book of Genesis. It is so easy to, so to read, so completely historical, and it does lay a lot of good foundation. And then dig into some of the prophets. Jonah is a very easy prophet to understand. Some are a little bit harder to understand. But And here's the next principle. As you're reading through particularly the Old Testament, particularly the prophets, you might read them five or six times before you even get an inkling of what in the world is going on. But I promise you, after you've read it 10 times, 15 times, 20 times, you should be reading it your whole life, consistently reading it your whole life. As you read it, it makes more and more and more sense. And you can sit down, you can open it up. In fact, I remember being a young Christian. We're talking only been a Christian for maybe, I don't know, two or three years at this point in time. And I'm like, I'm going to get in and I'm going to study something. I open up and let's read a chapter in Ezekiel. It's like 22, 23, somewhere around there. And I ignored the whole rest of the book. I said, okay, I'm just going to seek to understand just this chapter. To this day, I understand that chapter thoroughly. I sat down and I opened it up. I read a few commentaries. I I dug into it. I didn't just quickly gloss over it and hey that was done I took an hour or two just digging into that one particular chapter and to this day whenever we open up and get to that chapter it's like oh I already completely understand what's going on so make it your life principle then spend an hour or two on an individual chapter Uh, you should again of course be reading the whole bible every year at least once this is going to give you a broad overview, including that Old Testament. And then find some Old Testament chapter, it could be a prophet, historical book, and read it, spend an hour or two just digesting just that one portion. It's going to make so much more sense to you. And as you understand the Old Testament, the New Testament makes that much more sense. So this is why it's so important to focus on what is in the Old Testament in addition to what is in the new? Of course, I have the, the series of book, The Kings of All Creation series. Uh, books one and two are out. This is Josiah's sanctification and Hezekiah's prayer are out. We're working on the next one, which is Joe Ash's Influences. Sign up for the newsletter at the website at ourwalkingchrist.com to get updated information. I should have the next newsletter was going to come out. I think uh, I think in like the, the first week of July, I usually send the newsletters out on Wednesdays. Um so usually like the first Wednesday ish in July in in the in the month as well I'll try to send that out. Uh, I should have more information about that book there. The first draft is done. We're working on the edits right now. I'll try and have some more information about that book uh, in that next newsletter coming out in July. So with that, thanks for following along. I hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener supported presentation. For more information about how you can help